Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Christy and I are blessed to have you in our Soul Talks community. This podcast is sponsored by Soul Shepherding, which is a nonprofit ministry. And we help pastors and missionaries and all kinds of leaders to thrive with Jesus in their life and in their ministry. And we do that through resources like this podcast, also our spiritual direction and coaching services, and different ways that we train people uh, in their life and leadership uh, to be healthy in their faith and in their feelings uh, and their intimacy with God. And we especially do that through our institute and our spiritual direction certificate program, but also as we go out to visit to churches and mission groups, uh, which we, we love to do. So your donations help to uh, subsidize this ministry. Most of our revenue comes through donations. So we really appreciate your consideration and your prayers uh, and uh, donations to Soul Shepherding. Also, whenever you purchase a resource or a service, that revenue goes into the same place that helps this ministry to keep going and growing as we follow Jesus together, reaching uh, more and more pastors and missionaries and other leaders who are reaching literally hundreds, thousands of people with the gospel of Jesus and doing that in a way that they are, are healthy in their faith and in their feelings and in their relationships. Thanks so much. It's time for Soul Talks. Friends, we're so glad to have you join us in this conversation. Today, we're going to come back to the the theme of this podcast with Soul Talks and just talk with you and share with you how we do that in our relationship. So, Bill, how have you been encouraged in the Lord recently? Well, one way is I have been meditating on Colossians 3, which, as you know, I've memorized, and particularly the first part of that. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not in earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. So verse 3 there. Uh, your life is now hid with Christ in God. Uh, that thought is is not at all a new thought for me because I memorized this passage, gosh, maybe 20 years ago. So I recited it hundreds of times, countless times. But I've just been feeding on that phrase. Your life is now hid with Christ in God. Your, your real life, Bill, your best life, your flourishing, abundant, eternal life is now hid with Jesus in the heavenly realms, in God's presence, the heavenly realms that aren't just way up high, but they're coming down right here in the air that you're breathing. You've got a a real life that's hidden and unseen in God's presence. And this is is what um, the Lord wants to nourish in us, is this, this inner hidden life. Uh, going through G- with life with Jesus, and people don't even see necessarily that our our we're praying silently, or our heart is warm, or we're taking 
whatever that situation is that we're experiencing, what we're working on, a conversation that we're having is, is we're talking with somebody over coffee, but we're taking that and we're bringing it into God's presence because our real life is hid with Christ and God. So you've been meditating on this phrase from Colossians 3. You've been meditating on that passage that you shared with us, but then also specifically within the passage that, that your your life, your real life is hid with Christ and God. And so it's helping you in what ways, concretely and personally? Well, I'm, so I'm doing this as I'm, as I'm running in the morning and running around the lake and through the, the parks and I'm just going over through my mind, the uh, reciting uh, the passage, and then stopping on that point and uh, sensing a, a, a warming in my heart. So I, I stop there and I repeat it, and I begin to spin off prayers out of that. And in these prayers, I'm thinking about different aspects of my life and my work and our family, and I'm praying for. Uh, our, our kids, one of our children, for life to be hid with Christ in God, from know that and to grow in their discipleship to Jesus. I'm praying for a specific uh, situation um, in our, in our uh, soul shepherding and in our with our staff or a project I'm working on. Just different things I'm spinning off in, into prayers that we would draw nourishment from the hidden presence of Jesus and cultivate that that hidden life in God's presence. And is this helping you with trials and temptations in any way? Well, uh, yes, it is, because I'm uh, going deep in that meditation, in those prayers, and so I think that that helps me be different when difficulties happen. So like yesterday, we got uh, a um, letter in the mail from a ministry asking for uh, financial support, and it's a ministry that is similar to soul shepherding. And so in the perspective of, of the, the world, the, the natural, it's like they're a competitor because there's some overlap between our ministry and their ministry. And as I was reading what they were doing, I had some feelings of temptation and feeling inadequate and found myself comparing my, myself and my leadership of soul shepherding to this uh, colleagues' leadership of their ministry and um, where they're having some success and then comparing that to where I'm uh, feeling like it's hard to succeed. And so I was having some angst about that and um, temptations towards jealousy, towards envy, towards ambition, towards getting judgmental because one way to uh, it's a defense mechanism. One way to compensate for feeling inadequate is to judge somebody else. Whether or not, what they're doing is, isn't that great anyway uh, and feel more special about the way I'm doing it. And so I, I had these thoughts and these feelings and, and starting to go down this trajectory in my, my mind. And I caught myself because I have, this is not the first time this has happened to me over my years. Many, many times I've been tempted with this and I've learned a different way of dealing with that. And so what I do is I, I begin to pray for that person, that ministry, for their ministry to succeed and God to bless them and what they're doing. And I thank them for what they're doing. And, and I thank God for what we get to do and, and the opportunities that God has given us and, and to be uh, grateful for that. But even in doing that, I still felt some 
um, some inner distress and emotion. And so I knew that I needed to not only like pray about that, but I needed to uh, verbalize that and uh, to a friend and you were available and I knew that you would want to support me with that. So I shared with you and asked you for empathy for what I was experiencing. And so your temptation, it sounds, was to forget that your life was hidden in Christ and to think that your life was about what you're doing now in your work and your ministry and what you're accomplishing and what you're achieving and the impact it's making. And so it sounds like it was there was a, a reorientation for you that this verse gave you, this meditation helped you with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead of uh, measuring myself from outward performances and um, successes to measure myself based on my relationship with God through Jesus and my hidden life uh, nourished in God's grace that I'm unconditionally loved and that I have this uh, ongoing intimate relationship with the Lord and that I'm my work, my ministry uh, is an overflow from that and it's a participation in what God is doing so it reorients me that this is a great life. Your life is now hid with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, you will appear with him in glory. And so the uh, just imagining that, just seeing Jesus coming on the clouds, as the scriptures talk about, Jesus himself talks about in, in his return, and knowing that really there's a sense in which that's happening right now, spiritually, that the Lord is present in, in the clouds, as it were, and uh, Jesus is shining in glory. Uh, he's the, the radiance of God's glory, Hebrews 1 says, the exact representation of his being. And so seeing that that shining face, that, that smile, that his open arms and that, that connection, that engagement and that, that uh, stepping onto the, onto the cloud like a chariot, he makes his clouds like chariots. And so stepping into the chariot with Jesus to, to do uh, my work, the work of prayer, like the work of praying for um, my competitor to to be blessed, to succeed, uh, for that ministry to flourish, and for people to be helped through that ministry. That that's that's actually participating in God's works of love. So uh, the the scripture uh, from Colossians that my real life is hid with Christ in God. My my, my best and happiest and most uh, fruitful life is is a hidden one. It's it's not it's not the things that are easily measured in uh, d- different ways that we can look at. Well, how many people are listening to your podcast? How many books are you selling? How many people are coming to the institute? Or all the different metrics that we might look at to look at. Well, how is social shepherding going? And those those metrics matter. We look at those, but those don't define me as a leader. And uh, so that was a temptation that Satan was bringing me. And so to get out of that temptation and back into the space of my intimacy with God and, and my, my work is really my response to opportunities that the Lord brings me and participating in that with him. It also seems as I'm listening to you that this, this verse, this meditation, this truth that you're directing your mind to from Scripture, that your life is now hidden with Christ and God, that it's also helping you to attach to God for your well-being Instead of attached to things like your accomplishment mm-hmm. or what people think of you or other th- things in this world we can get so attached to and identified with. 
Yes, that's true, Christine. That, that's helpful because as I think about it with you, there are a number of aspects embedded in what I'm saying that are helping me to attach to God. And I didn't understand these things uh, in the early years of my Christian life, uh, including as an adult, really. And so it's really been over time and just the process of my apprenticeship to Jesus and the spiritual formation journey that I've begun to understand how there's a number of different things that work together in order to become more like Jesus and begin to really experience the life that the scriptures talk about. But so part of it is what we're talking about here, which is sort of the inception, which is the, the meditation on scripture. So reading that scripture, uh, memorizing it, meditating on it, spinning off prayers out of it. There's a few disciplines that are working together there to help me attach to God. But if that's all I did, well, that's all very wonderful. It really wouldn't be enough because we have to we go through tests and trials in life and temptations. And so th- that happened with me. And so that scripture is made more real to me, that experience that my life is hid with Christ and God. That's not just an, uh, a thought or an idea. It is a thought. And that's a precious, it's a precious thought. It's a, it's a truth that, that's wonderful. But it's, it's not just like a, a principle. It's also a reality that can be experienced. And so I'm going deeper into what we call experience-based assurance. And so I, I know the truth of that scripture better because of that trial that I had and that I was able to work that through as I had the temptation to be jealous and ambitious and go into feeling inadequate and judging my uh, colleague, instead of just getting carried away with that or then just repressing all of that to make it go away, but to actually admit that that was happening and confess that before. Because I don't believe that I really sinned. I didn't like give into that. I, did, I didn't go down that path so far that I was uh, being judgmental or contemptuous or going into like a depression or getting mobilized with overworking and ambition to, to, to win and be the best and, and that sort of thing. I, it was very early on in the thoughts and feelings about it. And so to, to confess that to the Lord and let that interact with the scripture, not only in my ideas, but in my experience, that, that the, the sweetness and sufficiency of actually experiencing the presence of Christ, and I have at times in my life, and generally it's always there. And so anchoring myself in that, that that's my real life, that this, this intimate relationship with God and, and my work, my, my productivity, it comes out of that. It's not something that I make happen, but it's a, it's a fluidity of, of a, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit, uh, Galatians 5.25. But in even, even that process of confession and meditation and, and the back and forth interaction between the truth of Scripture and, and the actual experience I'm having in my life even that's not enough, I, I, in my sense of it, with myself and people that I care for, I need to bring it into a human relationship to, to really enflesh it and really work through the, the details of that. And, and so that's where then I confessed that to you and told you what happened, just the whole story, and then the thoughts and feelings that I was having. And then, then you did what you're doing in this podcast, and you asked me questions, you listened, you gave me empathy. And so that helped me come to deeper uh, understandings and insights about the struggle that I was having about myself, and then to, to live into this, this great invitation that my, my real life, my, my, my best life is, is hidden 
with Jesus, in, in Jesus' presence, and he brings me into God's presence, the, the Trinitarian community, uh, the, the heavens brought down to earth. And so I can look back now from what happened, uh, I think this was yesterday, I don't know, the day before, two days ago, and I can say, uh, that's true. That's true because it's in the Bible, but that's true because I experienced that. I, I worked that through, assisted by the Holy Spirit, and God's Word became enfleshed in, in my life and my personality, and then you, Christy, helped me with that. And you've, what you're talking about and what you found is that in Christ is actually a place to be. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's another, it's wording for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And the kingdom of God is... Uh, the, the great truth of God's government, God's uh, kind rule, uh, taking over in our in our life, in in our family, in our work, and wanting that, and so we're we're, we're participating in that. But it's not only a uh, a truth; it's also a place to be. I can I can. It's a refuge, is the way the psalmist talks about as is a, a refuge. And so that's what I was doing. I was finding refuge in God's presence through the scripture meditation, through prayer, through confession, through being outside in nature and running and, and seeing the beauty of the lake and the trees and and the experience of that and probably even the endorphins in, in my body as, as I'm running, uh, the runner's high and so forth. But then through talking to you and receiving your empathy and your interest and your curiosity, your questions, your energy, your, your, your prayerfulness for me, coming to new insights about myself. And so all that stuff is wrapping together as a, a number of different uh, rhythms or spiritual disciplines that are working together there to help me actually live into this great truth that my, my best life is hidden with Christ in God's presence. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. It's encouraging for us. We can feed off the fruit of your devotion here, your meditation on Colossians 3, and because it's true for us too that our life is hidden in Christ. And thanks for your interest. You know, it's it's fun. Uh, those of you who are listening, it's fun to have the, this uh, like a replay. I got to do a round two in the, just the spontaneous conversation that, that we had in our kitchen uh, the other morning. So, so glad that all of you listening got to join us in that. Hope that it was helpful for you. Uh, I want to just pray for you as we conclude now. Uh, Lord, just thanks for each one who's listening. Thanks for our friends. Uh, Gosh, does it get any better than this in life to have friends that are following Jesus with us? And just so thankful for uh, each woman, each man, each couple uh, listening in and uh, each one that's serving you uh, in their life, their ministry, their work in different ways. And just pray a great blessing upon upon them, Lord, that uh, we all would just know and appreciate increasingly that our real life is hid with Christ in God. And that we would learn better and better how to integrate the, the truths of Scripture with the, the actual things that we're experiencing in our lives and, and in safe relationships with a friend or a spouse or a spiritual director where we feel listened to and cared for, that we get to really learn how to live into this life with Jesus in the heavenly realms. Thank you, God. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 